Welcome everyone to Sports Opinions with Regular Guys on this very special Thanksgiving Day morning show. Uh, so uh, I'm Frank, this is Mike. Uh, welcome and thank you for listening. Happy Thanksgiving to everyone and your families. Hope you're having a wonderful and safe Thanksgiving. Uh, spending time with your families and eating the, the turkey and the ham and and everything else that comes with it and getting yeah. ready to watch uh, some, hopefully some good football games today because the NBA is off. And um, we have a little bit to talk about. We won't have a long show today because, you know, you know, we have families too. Um, so uh, we want to talk about the Bears and another loss by that by them, of course. No surprise for me. Surprise to him, but not surprise for me. And uh, we want to talk about that as well as the, so far, a great week by the Bulls. They beat, they beat two of the best teams in the Eastern Conference this past week. You know, with especially the, the disappointing way they've been playing uh, the last couple of weeks. Yeah. Um, so we're going to get into that and uh, other things too. A couple of other games we're on the NFL. So um, let's get this started here, Mike, and uh, start with the Chicago Bears and their uh, somewhat disappointing loss. Again, that we made the game very close, but they could have won it, like you said, they could have won it. Um, and it was a it was a loss, 24 to 27, but it was more than that. Because at this point, at this time, we do not know the status of Justin Fields, who actually uh, well, suffered he has a separated a, shoulder. Yeah, he suffered a separated shoulder uh, when they were throwing him down on the ground, and when they weren't calling late calls, uh, uh, late hits on him, like the refs are not calling on him like they're supposed to. Like they right. have no problem calling on the other teams, but they don't call it on Justin Fields. And I, you know, I've been seeing this all the time. They don't call it. I don't know why they don't, but they don't. And that's um, wrong. now he got a separated shoulder. We don't know his status. We don't know if he's going to be out. They keep saying they list him day to day. But at this point, when you have a team that's three and eight, do you really want to risk playing him? Now, I think he still had a really good game. I mean, decent game. I mean, not as good as his other games, but he still he still threw four touchdowns. He still ran for a touchdown. He was still very effective in the game. You know, um, he threw for 153 yards, touchdown, interception. He was sacked four times, for God's sakes. He just, uh. But he also ran for 85 yards and, and rushed for a touchdown. So, and also, too, you know, you didn't have uh, Justin Herbert on the team either um, uh, to, to lighten the load a little bit. But nonetheless, they, they somewhat had this game. I don't say they had the game in control because it they, was it was a pretty did. close game for the most part. They should have won it, but it was still a sort of a close game. And of course, like everything else, the, the Bears can't hold a lead because the defense is so bad. They just can't hold a lead to save their life. I mean, if you can't beat Detroit, you can't beat Atlanta. They're playing the Jets next with a backup quarterback. On top of that, someone named uh, Michael White. White. I never even heard of the guy. But he's taking lead. They're losing it. They lost their starter quarterback, or they benched them one or the other. So, and unfortunately, the Jets are a better team than the Bears. And if you're not having Justin Fields play, that's going to be a loss, of course. And I hate to say it, but for me, this game coming up against the Jets is not interesting to me. Because I'm watching these games not for the defense and not for the wins and losses because we know the Bears are going to lose. But more watching it for the uh, the development of Justin Fields. I'll be honest with you, I'm pretty satisfied with what he's done. The only thing I want him to do now is play against Green Bay, and then you can shut him down for the rest of the year, as far as I'm concerned, and get ready for next season. You know, 
I would really want to play against that Green Bay game. But overall, the same old story when it comes to the Bears on the defense. They can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. They can't stop anyone. They had Mariota just, even though he only threw for 131 yards, only had, he had one touchdown. But his passer rating was 100. But how does he, how did he win that game? Because he had no reason, really, no reason to win that game. Mm-hmm. Who won that game was Cordell freaking Patterson, the yep. former Bear yep. that we used to have. I can't remember. Why did we get rid of him? Oh, no. We didn't get rid of him. Mark Tressman got rid Not Mark Tressman. Uh, Matt Nagy got Nagy. rid of him. Yep. Nagy and Pace got rid of him. Why, I don't know. Because he's still very productive, but they got rid of him. Man, and, of course, he torches he the Bears. He torches the Bears. He started killing it in Atlanta. Yeah. He tortures the Bears on special teams. Yep. Like he was he was helping the Bears on special teams when he was here. Yep. You know, and they get rid of him. Another one, another mistake. You know, you know what it reminds me of? Hmm, when they got rid of Greg Olson, when they got rid of Robert Gold. Oh, boy. My goodness. Some of these players they just get rid of, and uh, they go to other teams, yeah, and they're productive. mistakes. So I can't blame this this uh, this management for that because they were not in here when that happened. There was a couple of years ago when they got rid of Cordell Patterson. That was the other regime that, that they got rid of him and didn't replace it with anybody. Uh, but Mariota, he didn't really have any spectacular game in my opinion. It's just the Bears defense can't stop shit. They, they, they can't stop the run. They can't stop the pass. They just let any defense do whatever, whatever they want, no matter who is quarterback. I mean, we, they could put a group of us together, and they can't, and we could we we could probably beat that defense. So, but it's not all it's not all a complete loss, folks. The Bears did lose, yes, they're three and eight, but they are moving further closer to a top three pick in the NFL draft coming up. And with all the draft picks and all the money that they got coming up this offseason, because now I think you got to agree, Mike, that they got to think about the offseason at this point and what they're going to do, because I do believe that they are going to be a much, much more improved team and they are going to be a playoff team next season because they're going to have double-digit wins. I see that in my crystal ball of the future. Okay. I know it looks damn not right now, but it's supposed to because this year was supposed to. I said three to four wins. So, but overall, my hope is that Justin Fields gets better. I hope it's not really, really, really bad. I, I hope he doesn't miss too much time. I just wanted to play against the Packers, and at that point, you, you can shut them down if they need to, and then just uh, tank the rest of the season as far as I'm concerned when it goes. You know, go ahead. Well, Chicago Bears, keep watching them. I keep seeing potential. And I keep seeing that they have opportunities to win the games. But somehow, some way, every single week, they end up blowing it. So this cannot be coincidental anymore. In my opinion, I thought that they were actually fighting and trying to win games. But right now, the way they keep blowing games at the end every single week tells me that they are trying to tank. And if that's what you're trying to do, Chicago Bears... Don't bother bringing Justin Fields back the rest of the season. Let him rest. Let him heal up. Put Trevor Simeon out there or whoever the other backup uh, that we might have. Put them back out. Put put them out there and let them develop and let them take, you know, those hits that the offensive line, you know, is, is not is allowing because they're not protecting uh, the quarterback. 
let that happen. I don't see the point. Yeah, I want to beat Green Bay because I said I, I, I said the Bears would beat Green Bay once this year, especially how the Green Bay Packers have been losing. But why bring Justin Fields back and risk him for injury again just to beat the Green Bay Packers? They're not going anywhere either. They're not doing anything. They're not going to go anywhere. There's not much as is, 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 is I want them to beat them because – the Bears just have to beat that team at least once. Yeah. I mean, they've just been dominated over them year after year after year. But at after the cost year. of our future quarterback, our future star quarterback, I don't know. Well, he's, if he's healthy enough. This man has a separated shoulder because, <clears throat> you know, he's in these meaningless games trying to win them. But I think the defense has been told secretly, hey, we need to lose these games so we can get some better picks. So, tank. This guy's trying his heart out. You can see it on his face when he loses. You can see it on his face when he's leaving uh, the field. You can see it on his face when he goes up on the podium. You can see it. But I don't know. Uh, it was a interesting game to watch, but I'm starting to lose my interest, especially like Frank said. If uh, Justin Fields isn't playing, I know it's going to be a trash team out there. Like I don't expect to see anything. The Jets coming up. Like Frank said, they sat down uh, Zach Wilson because he's been sucking it up pretty bad. The very interesting thing I, I don't get is why not start uh, 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 Flacco? Oh, yeah, yeah, Joe Flacco. Why not start him, the experienced quarterback? Actually, when he was started earlier this year, he was actually killing it before Zach Wilson came back. He won a couple of games for the Jets before Zach Wilson came back. So it's interesting that they're bringing this uh, this white guy, not Caucasian white. His name is his last name is White. His first name uh, escapes me right now. Uh, but you know, so it's gonna be very interesting. Excuse Bless me. you. And uh, take over for a second. So it's definitely gonna be very interesting to watch uh, this game coming up. But I expect a loss. Uh, the Jets are overall a better team than the Bears. The way I see it, and I don't think the Bears are actually going to try and win this game. I think the Bears are going to make it competitive, but still find a way in the end to lose, which I'm really, really getting tired of watching. So, my my views now, I'm watching the games to watch the development of the Bears, but we all we all know what to expect right now. I expect more losses to mount up. My 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 prediction of seven wins. This season is definitely not going to happen, seeing the rest of the schedule that we have. So, um, and especially with the future, Justin Fields being hurt. I'm looking forward to next year. Unfortunately, it's a long time from now to see what we do, but we definitely need to protect this quarterback. We definitely need to protect him. He should not have to run 100 yards per game to keep us competitive, just just so we can lose it in the end anyway. Bring in somebody that you know that, that can help him out. Bring him some some people that are going to be able to protect him, and please sit him out the rest of the season. Well, I couldn't agree with sitting him out the rest of the season. I just think if they let him try to play against Green Bay, you know, if he can't, then fine, he can't. How many play. weeks away from now is that? That's next week. Oh no. With a separated shoulder? And then they have their bye week. Believe it or not, this late in the season, they have a bye week, week 14. <laughs> that makes no sense at all. How are you going to give a team a bye week this late in the season? 
the NFL needs to really straighten that that bye week situation up. Put oh. all the put all the bye weeks within within the, between like week eight and week eleven, and that's it. Put all of them in that week. Just don't have as many games during that time that 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 period. Okay, there's no reason why you have 17 games and you have your bye week in week 14. That makes no goddamn sense. Well, they had that little mini bye. No, but I'm talking their actual bye week. Is not until week 14. Yeah, I, I follow. Okay, they only have 17 games. Usually get their bye week week eight, week nine, week seven, not week 14. They got to fix that up. I got you. You know, um, as far as the Bears go, I mean, I mean, I, I know I sound like a broken record or like a parrot, but I said mm. back in August mm. or September. That the Bears are only going to win three or four games. This is not a competitive year for them. They might play competitive against certain teams, but the close games they're going to lose. And they've pretty much been in every game for maybe the exception of two games, maybe. Okay? Uh, the Dallas game, they got blown out. Give it to you. Green Bay game, they kind of got out of it towards the second half to the end of that game. They got blown away or got, got, got beat that way. But other than those two games, they've been in pretty much every game. But they weren't going to win in most of those games because they don't have the talent to win those games on defense. They gave away their defensive pieces in the offseason and, and, and in the middle of the season. Okay? You don't know what you got with this offensive line. What it was was how is Justin Fields going to adapt? How is he going to adjust? He has adjusted fine. He struggled those first couple of weeks but then picked it up. Mm-hmm. Now he's hurt. I'm, I shouldn't say I'm surprised that he's hurt because the way the offensive line plays, they – and the lack of calls the refs don't give him, you know, of course he's going to get hurt somehow. I'm glad it's a separated shoulder, not a blown out knee yeah. or, 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 or or some other serious, really serious injury. If it's yeah. just a separated non-throwing shoulder, then that's fine. It's not his throwing shoulder. He'll heal that up and he'll get better, you know. Um, so I'm not, I'm not worried about that. But moving forward, if he's not going to play, then... There's no point. I mean, I can say there's no point watching the games. I'll probably still watch some of the games, of course, and keep up because we know I obviously got to do the show. So I'll keep up and, and, and see what's going on in the games and watch some of them. But, I mean, other than Justin Fields, what else do you really want to watch on this team except for them to lose so they have a better pick? That's what I'm looking at. Yeah. I'm already, I've been looking to next year since this year, since this year started. So uh, you knew that they had the most money of salary cap in the league. They're going to have a lot of draft picks. So they got they got double fold. So they got they got two headed monster there. Mm-hmm. They got a lot of picks. They got all the money. So there's no reason to me why they should not win double digit games next season. And that will tell you really tell you how this how this coaching staff and this management team is running the Bears come next season because they're gonna have everything in their disposal. They got their franchise quarterback. They got a good running game. Looks like they they got for the most part their tight ends. In place, they just gotta get a new defensive, new defense really, get a better offensive line, maybe get another running back because I don't know what they're gonna do with um, with Montgomery in the off season. If they're gonna keep him or let him go, you know, uh, you know, looking at these little posts on Facebook about Barkley from the New York Giants wants to play for the Bears. I don't know how true that is, you know. I and mean, I'll take him. Are you kidding? At least uh, Justin Fields doesn't have to run for his life the entire game. Give it to someone else. I know Montgomery's out there. Montgomery's a really good uh, uh, running back. I, I mean, I love Dave Montgomery, but some help 
And I think Saquon Barkley overall is a better better uh, running back than David Montgomery. I mean, overall, he's a he's a beast as long as he's healthy. Well, they always the Bears for the most part have always had a okay running a decent running game. Yeah, that's not really that. been their problem. Yeah, their problem has always been offense, uh, uh, quarterback, <laughs> lack of wide receivers, lack of tight ends. You know, lack, lack of big plays, off, uh, modernizing the offense with the rest of the league that's always been their problem so that's what I think is the issue but they're going to clear this all up because again they have over 100 million dollars they're going to be able to spend in the offseason they got so many different picks that they got coming up uh, in this draft so again there's no reason why they cannot compete next season uh, for a playoff spot you know they're going to have their I got them winning double digit games yeah, you know, and they and, and I, I expect nothing. Excuse me, nothing less than than twelve wins next year, eleven to twelve wins, and a playoff spot next year, and and uh, next year is when they should be able to overtake Green Bay uh, that way. And Minnesota, let's be honest, Minnesota's having a great year. Let's not get take that away from them. They're having a great year. Okay. Um, but are they the best team in the NFL or one of the best teams in the NFL? They're not the best. They're, they're not the best team. Record-wise, they are record-wise. But to me, they're not the best team Thank in the you. NFL. That's what and I also, to say this, because this goes with their history, too. They always come out with this one decent year where they have a really good record, one of the best records in the league, but they choke it in the playoffs. I yep. don't see that changing. Yep. And, then, and then, then then they fall completely off the, uh, off the board the next year. So I see that happening again. Yeah, they'll make the playoffs this year. They'll win the division, uh, but they'll probably get knocked out in the first or second round of the playoffs. And then next year, they won't even make the playoffs. Yeah. So that's how I feel about them. So they're, they're not and they'll, really... be, and they'll be talking about getting rid of Kirk Cousins next year. Well, they they probably could, but um, but yeah, that's what I think about it. It's not too much more than really to say. I mean, the Bears are. are you know, the old term that Dan, the late, great Danny Green said, uh, the Bears are who we thought they were. At least that's who I thought they were. They're a non-playoff team. Not, uh, they're not, they're not going to have a really good competitive win-loss record. But they will. They are playing hard. They are keeping the, 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 they are staying in games. They are playing hard for the coaches, which is what I have not seen the last couple of years. Before you know, what? Well, talent wins you games, Mike. It's not. It's it, it it it's the talent. I mean, ultimately, you got to have the talent to win the games. Okay. Lack of talent, you don't win anything. You can be competitive, but you're not going to win anything. Proof is in the pudding right there. That's why the Bears They're are three and eight. They're blowing these games. They could have won a lot of these but, games. They're gee, blowing these but games. But if we okay, but it's if, not a lack of talent. They're sticking with these with these teams. If they didn't have talent, they'd be getting blown out every week, like the damn uh, Houston Texans. Okay. But okay. but they're not. They're in these games. They're actually in the lead, and then in the very end, with like a minute left, we blow it somehow. So let me tell you this: last year when we had Khalil Mack, we had Roquan Smith, we had Quinn. All these guys were on the team last year. Mm-hmm. We were not. We were getting blown out in games. We had some. We had some close games. We Horrible were still losing. coaching. Okay. Horrible so coaching. take Mack out the picture because he was gone in the off season. These other guys you had on there. Smith, Quinn. Yeah. You know, you were they, these not, guys were they not all top performers in the NFL? Um, not just on our team. But hold on, hold on. Um, 
they were still losing games. They remember, they're three and eight. They 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 only won three games. They were still losing those games. Defensively, we were okay last year, but offensively, we sucked. Our offensive scheme sucked. Teams were seeing everything we were trying to do because our offensive t- scheme sucked. You the defense wasn't that good last year either, Mike. Come on. They were not that. Cleo Mack Come didn't do jack on. shit last year. Last year. Well, he was, you know, oh, I'm hurt. You had, you had Hakeem Hicks hurt. He didn't do anything last year. We, we talked about this. Yeah, I know. And, uh, and we, told, we agreed that we need to get rid of all those guys. And I'm glad we got rid of all of them. Roquan Smith, I thought he'd be the future, but obviously the Bears saw it differently. They like, well, you know what? Maybe we could get some picks for this guy because we're not going to resign him and spend that money on him. Quinn, we're not going to spend no money on him. We're going to rebuild this defense and make it younger and make it fresh and probably compete for the next 10 years. Yeah. So that's what I'm looking forward to. With this draft, this is a very important upcoming offseason for the Bears because this is going to make or break them for the next 10 years. Okay. 10 years? Yes. When you got your franchise quarterback in place. Can we agree on that? Yes. Okay. So that's that's where you start. Okay? okay. And he's showing that he is the franchise quarterback. I agree. Now we got to get that franchise defensive player on defense. And now we have all the money. We have all the draft picks to, 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 to build this team up to compete for the next 10 years. Like a Green Bay. Like a New England. You know, like how they've been staying competitive for the last 10, 15 years. Yeah. That's what I want. They may not win the Super Bowl every year. But they're going to make the playoffs every year. They're going to win the division every year. You know? We don't have no incompetent management that we've had for the last 30 freaking years that's not consistent. Even when Lovey Smith was playing, uh, coaching yeah, with the Bears, yes, consistent. he kept the Bears competitive some years. But we're talking every year. You are making the playoffs consistently. Make the playoffs. They were not making the playoffs every year. It's hard to do when you have a Green Bay Packers in your division, right? Yeah, well, we all know that 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 they're on their downslide. Okay, they are. I, I, so, I admit to that. So this is the perfect opportunity for the Bears are in perfect prime position. You can't ask for any better position where they're at right now, from next year and moving on. Green Bay is going down. The Bears Aaron was up. Green Bay is down. They spent all their money. They put all of their assets and everything into Aaron Rodgers for the next five years. They got no money to spend. You know. They're, 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 that, that's why they're losing all their games because now they, they realize what they got to do. They got to get themselves a, a wide receiver. Right. But they're going to have other problems than that, you know. So I believe there's a prime position for the Bears, and, and hopefully we have a good, competent management team to make them competitive and to make them competitive not for next year, but we're talking the next 10 years. You know, you want Justin Fields here for the next 10 years, you know. You want this team to compete. And you in the next 10 years, you want a couple of Super Bowls in there. You want – conference championships you want a bunch of division championships and most of all you want a lot of wins you know yeah. and that's what I want maybe going back to the Bears of the 80s when Mike Ditka was here when they were competing every single year and they were in the playoffs every single year he coached for I mean, except for his last year they were in the playoffs every year they were in the division every year they made they went, made deep playoff runs every year we're okay. about the 80s, bro? No, I'm saying they got to go back. That's what that. But I remember when they were competitive at that point, and I was just a kid at that point. But guess what? They were making the playoffs every single year, winning the division every single year, making deep playoff runs every single year, going to the conference championship every now every every other so year that were going to the conference championship. That's all I asked for. They were losing when they got there, but hell, they got there instead of having three and eight records and yeah, two agree. and twelve records and. Six and eleven or six and twelve, whatever records, you know, they weren't having that. 
We've been so stuck with that for the last 25 years. And every now and then we're having a, a competitive team. What, every seven or eight years we'll get a competitive team? That's just unacceptable. What are we, the Detroit Lions? They're not even competitive you like know, that every seven years. They haven't made it to no, to no Super Bowl. They've never been to the Super Bowl. Right. But we, we have. But, but that's what I'm saying. And I believe next year starts. That all starts with this offseason because this is going to make or break the Bears this offseason. With all the, the assets and everything that they got coming up in this offseason, this is going to make or break them with what the moves that they make because they have not had this type of money and draft picks forever. Right. So And they got their franchise quarterback in place already. So they're not going to be looking for no quarterback. So now you've got to look for everything else. Now what team has that has that prestige if you don't already have your franchise quarterback? Not many franchise quarterbacks to begin with. Right. So you got yours now. Now you got to build the rest of your team up. So that's all I'm saying. So with that being said, uh, do you have any other comments that you want to say about the Bears? Um, I'm looking forward to the to the game tomorrow just to Me see. Sunday. I'm sorry. Sunday. Wow. Today is Thanksgiving. Uh, there are going to be games today, which are actually going to start in, what, an hour and a half? But, yeah, I'm going to watch the game either way uh, just to see how we do. I am not expecting more than a loss. Somehow we're gonna lose to this, you know, uh, third 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 string quarterback. I can just see it already. Um, no Justin Fields, no win. That's just the way things are gonna be. Um, if they do win, hooray! But at this point, being at three and eight, I see no reason why they should even bother trying to get any more wins. Just like Frank said, go on ahead and get your your picks on. Get a higher uh, high pick. Bring someone else out as a superstar. You know, have have another star on the on, on the team on the defensive side. I do think they're going to spend. I, I can't I can't say for sure they're going to spend the draft or the money on the defense. Yeah. But they'll probably be a combination of it all. But they definitely got to get competitive, and I think they will because we have a defensive coach. So I don't see this coach Iberflus going to sit there and just keep the, the you're a defensive coach not to have a, have a shitty defense. This year you give away your pieces to make up for the future. So. Uh, and the Bears traditionally have always been a good defensive team. Yeah. You know, so I don't see that changing. I just want their offense to modernize, and I, I think it will. Yeah. Uh, let me talk, let me talk about something real quick. All right, go other, ahead. Other, other than the Bears. Let's move All right, so we, Bears. we're finished with the Bears, so we're moving on. Go ahead. Yeah. So my most interesting game that I had last week was the 49ers and the Arizona Cardinals. Really? I thought it was very interesting. For That one. was a blowout. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think well, Kyle 49ers, Murray didn't play. I think the 49ers are real, for one. I want to talk about Jimmy Garoppolo. Jimmy G. Yeah. The, 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 so, we, we have the Jimmy G hater here because he doesn't like Jimmy G. If you listen to him, he's been trashing Jimmy G from the start. I've been praising that man. You have. And okay. I'm going to give it to you. And now, watching him play and being in the position that he was before, they're going to let him go. Yeah. They let him heal up just so they can use him as trade bait and let him go. They couldn't trade him. They so couldn't they trade him. him. So they re-signed him again for a backup. low contract, but with backup. a lot it was a backup a, money. With a lot of incentives. Who's a backup quarterback? You know. They were so ready to let this man go. And now look 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 who the savior of the team is. Jimmy G. Jimmy Garoppolo. The 49ers are 6-4. and four. Mm-hmm. They wouldn't be there week. with Trey Lance, I'll tell you that much. Exactly. That's the point I was going to get at. So the guy that they chose over him, 
I don't know. I don't know. If I was in Jimmy Garoppolo's shoes, I don't know if I would be performing like this. I would be. Team he's was, competing for another team next season. ready to let him go. He's they're competing. Not, they're not going to let him go anymore. He's com- no, well, they don't really have a choice. They're not going to let him go because anymore. They, because they already got their Trey Lance. Really? So he's a free If I'm mistaken, he's a free agent. He can go wherever he wants. You don't think there'll be teams competing to get Hell him? Hell yeah, after this performance exactly. this year. So the 49ers, what they, if they were smart, they would have locked him up. They should have got rid of him to begin with. But or try to uh, trade him. They should have just signed him for a long-term deal. But yeah. they screwed that up. Yeah. So it's hard to determine what they're going to do because they got their future in Trey Lance. They didn't expect this. But why wow. don't you? This guy's been comp- keeping you competitive you. for the last several years. Oh, he doesn't score a lot. But he he, he manages the playoffs. He That's manages the game. Problem. He manages the game. He does. Here's what he doesn't do. Here's what Jimmy G does not he does do. Not win he does not. Games. No, he does not lose games. <laughs> Okay, he does not lose games. You know, he has to put on a pretty good performance on um, uh, Monday night. He yeah. threw for four touchdown yes, passes. Yes, you and know that's that. What, that's what I'm praising this man for because I've been watching these games and watching him play because, you know, they've been getting a lot of airtime. Well, and, yeah. and I'm impressed. I'm impressed. I believe they're gonna leapfrog Seattle because I'm not trusting oh, Seattle. Oh, that's I don't what trust I was about. Seattle. You beat me to it. I don't you trust that to team. It. The, so for they're the more while, experienced team. For a little while, Seattle was looking pretty, right? They were number one. Yeah. They were looking mm-hmm. pretty. And they ate a couple of losses while the 49ers have been winning. And Garoppolo's been, been kicking ass. Well, Seattle's going and, back to reality. They weren't a good team coming into the season. They're a good team, man. They weren't a good team coming into the season. They expected to be crap. They expected to be trash. They're rebuilding. They traded Russell Wilson for for nobody, uh, for picks. You know, they they had got they already had Geno Smith as the. Did backup. they go wrong with Russell Wilson? Look what he's doing in Denver. Well, they, they didn't go wrong. But, with but it. they didn't go wrong with it. But that's exactly that's my point. They gave they 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 traded him because they're rebuilding. They didn't expect. They did not expect to compete this season coming in. They did not. None of us had them competing this season. They expected to be a trash team this upcoming season. They were okay, a top tier, high pick draft team, bottom feeding team. That's what they were expected to be. That hasn't been the case, and that's only because. One, they've been overachieving, and two, the division has been very good. Hence, the Arizona Cardinals have been stinking it up. Yep. And most importantly, in that division, the defending Super Bowl champions are having oh, that Super yeah. Bowl hangover. Yes, they are. You know, and they're completely done for the season after the news that it came out that uh, Brett, uh, uh, Staff, uh, Stafford is not going to be playing. He's hurt. And Cooper Cup is hurt too. I and mean, so are their playoff dreams so for the season. Done. Their season's done. Now, boy, man, if we, if, 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 if there's any, if there's any way possible, if there's any way possible, would you be willing, if you were the Bears, to possibly give up a couple of those picks that they got for Cooper Cup to get Cooper Cup? Hell yeah! You know, hell yeah! I dangle those those picks out. I'll take Cooper Cup all day. This man catches everything, everything. Yes, I, he does. I mean. He gets targeted like 15 times a game, and he somehow catches 12, 12, 12 passes. I mean, you know the ball's going to this man. You're doubling him, and somehow he's still Can you catching look at balls. This. Do you know? Catching touchdowns. That's do crazy. you know that the Rams crazy. are basically in the same position as the Bears with one of the worst records in the yeah, league? Yeah, three and seven. With three I and saw seven. That. I saw that. This is the defending Super Bowl champion. When was the last time a defending Super Bowl champion had a record like this? Uh, that's what you call the Super Bowl hangover, right? Yeah. Again, as I mentioned, in the NFL, it's very, 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 very to tough that repeat. to repeat as champions. I mean, the last team to do it was the Patriots 20 years ago. Yeah. 
So it's not going to happen. It's just too competitive in the NFL. There's too many changes that make that happen. Too many injuries that make a difference in the team. You know, it just doesn't seem... Oh, I'm fine. My nose just itches. No. Um, so it's hard to do that. So you, you have them doing three and seven, and then you have Seattle overachieving at six and four, and then you have Arizona, who was expected. I don't know why they thought that that team would be competitive. Everyone picked them. I kind of saw the writing, writing on the wall with Arizona last season. Yeah. Do you remember when they had started the season? They had a, they started like, I don't know, what was it? 8-0 and o or something year, like that? Right? Yeah, they had like a really good record. And they went out and they just stumbled and else. fell apart. Yep. And they have just gotten worse since then. Yeah, they, it just kept on rolling. Yeah. They just kept on and, rolling this year. And let's be honest. Let's be honest. You know, I'm not hating on the man because he's he is a competitor and he is an NFL quarterback. But is it safe to say at this point, Kyle Murray. Murray is overrated, guys. And, overrated. And I don't see him doing much. I just think, overrated. I think everyone put too much stock in him because he had a couple of good games last year. But obviously, you saw what happened. He had a good, a couple of. He good had a seasons. good. He had a good. He had a good first half. And the reason why he can, the year before they stunk. So he was doing good there, and they thought they had something. And to a certain point, I don't blame them. They thought they did have something, but right now, they don't. And, I, and then that's why they put that clause in his contract. He's not watching film. That's what they, 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 they felt You're that. You're still they stuck were, on the film. Well, thing, because yeah. they, they, why would a team put that in their contract if they felt that this guy was not doing his job and, and make it, taking it seriously and taking his job seriously and watching film like all quarterbacks do? You know... He obviously didn't want to do it because he felt disrespected by doing it, but they put it in his contract, and then he wanted to bitch and moan. Oh, that's in my contract, like another, like, like like these millennials now with these with these baby. Where you want to baby these players, you know, with this with this era now of players. Oh, oh, and they had to they had to go back. Oh, oh, well, we're gonna we're not gonna take it out. I don't think they took it out the contract because well, he doesn't have to do that. No, I think you should institute that back in his contract because obviously that kid has a lot to learn, and the way he's looking right now, um. Arizona might rethink that contract they gave him. It may have to just uh, restructure it or just do a straight out cut him altogether and think about drafting another quarterback next season. Well, he's gonna have to put put in some work. Work on some fundamentals for one. His balls his 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 balls get batted down a lot. That has to do with him being six foot. I know they like to say, oh, he's six two. No, he's not. That he guy, can run, but he doesn't have an arm like Justin Fields. He he's not, not accurate have like Justin the legs Fields either. He pumps his little legs so fast. But he's, I don't know, he does not have that same magic from the first time we saw uh, we saw uh, Kyler Murray out there. I'm sorry. I think the league, I know I like caught to say this a lot, they, they caught, caught up with him. I believe that. They, they bat the shit out of his balls, and you see it every single week when he's healthy. You know, someone's batting his balls out. They know what he's going to try and do, and they have caught up to him. They're going to have to work on him changing up his game and maybe expanding his game a little bit more. Uh, than just trying to run like Justin Fields, mm-hmm. you're gonna have to develop a passing game. You're gonna have to throw that ball over those six foot six, six foot seven. You would think you learned this three years are, in the league now, have right? Their arms up and jumping to bat your balls down. Hey, you're gonna have to work through that, man. So, what 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 is this? Is this like his third year now? It might be his fourth year, no? Third or fourth year? I mean, God, if you haven't developed by now, I mean, if you're digressing when you were up, when you you were. You were, you, you were pro- progressing, and now you're digressing. Year four, 
I mean, that kind of tells you you may want to re- rethink about your future. I, I agree. Um, and that's what Arizona is stuck with. So, but they're not going to have a they're not they're going to have a decent pick, but the Bears are going to have a better pick. You know, so we'll see what happens. Um, maybe maybe for him, do you think maybe a change of scenery? Might do him might do better. Good. Where would you where would you send him? Well, um, where 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 could you send him that he could be used? Carolina, Jacksonville. I don't know about the Jacksonville. Jets, Jets. I wouldn't say Jacksonville, but I will say Carolina because it looks like Baker Mayfield is just. Oh no, he's done. That's my. You know, I I actually thought I don't like him much, but That's I thought boy. that that he would have a um, somewhat of a turnaround year because of uh, you know. I guess Cleveland was right to get rid of him. Well, I don't know if it was that because you think if he would have stayed in Cleveland, he still would have been decent. If he would have stayed in Cleveland, no, no, he lost his team. He, he didn't lose his team. The team lost. The team didn't want. They, they they either got rid of him because they wanted to get Watson. Remember, he didn't ask to leave. They, they actually they actually they no, before all that was happening, he lost his locker room. You know, he was pointing the finger at this person, this pointing the finger at this person. Oh. We need to do this. Maybe if, if, if some players would do this, maybe f- players need to focus on this. He was acting like he was the coach. And, bro, you just got into in, in the league. You can't be sitting up there talking like that. And that's why he lost his locker room. They are letting him get rocked. They were letting him get hit. He kept getting hurt. He kept trying to stay in regardless of being hurt, having a separated shoulder, having, you know, a, a bad hamstring, broken toe. It didn't matter. He just kept wanting to stay in. And it's like his team did not want him there. Well, so they got rid of them. Okay. Well, quickly, I want to get into a couple of games go ahead, let's here. Go. Let's go. Um, moving on. One of the biggest upsets last week, a big upset to my opinion, mm-hmm. was what the Cowboys did to the Vikings in Minnesota last weekend. I wasn't surprised. I well, the Cowboys, I mean, I mean, I the the Cow- Cowboys okay, I'm not surprised the Cowboys won, but what I am surprised at is the score. They dis- completely destroyed the Vikings, 40-3. to three. They said this is the biggest blowout win by the Cowboys on the road in their franchise history. It was. And the Cowboys have been around for a very long time. 40 to 3. You mean to tell me this high-powered offense that 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 Minnesota has can only muster up 3 points at home against the Cowboys? Even the Bears put it on the Cowboys defense by putting up damn near 30 points on that Cowboys Agreed. defense. You mean to tell me Minnesota's high-powered offense that they got with Jefferson, Cousins, and, and all those other guys there with their 8-1 and one record, uh, well, now it's 8-2, and two, but you would think that even if they did lose, they would make the game competitive. It wasn't even competitive, Mike. Nope. Kirk Cousins only threw for 105 yards. And got sacked seven times. Yep. No touchdowns, no interceptions. <laughs> they did nothing. Finger-licking good defense. And what did Jefferson do? He wasn't even on the list of receiving. Oh, he killed. Was it? What did, killed it. What did he do? 33 yards, three, three receiving yards. You know who did kill it? Was Tony Pollard in his 109 receiving yards and two touchdowns, and uh, Dak Prescott with his 276 uh, passing yards um, and two touchdowns. Um, so I guess I'll be nice. Michael Irving had a lot oh, to celebrate. Oh boy, about. I loved it. I watched first. He had a lot. He had a lot to celebrate that day when he came out and Stephen A. Smith was sitting there looking out the window. And Mike Michael Irving took it to him. He took it to him that day. He talked so much shit. It was hilarious, and it was all good shit because the Cowboys came out, and they put in work. They put in work, like I told you they would. Told you they would. You know, I don't watch much Dak of that. Prescott. 
is a beast. Yeah. 276 yards, passing two touchdowns. You can't you can't take that away from him. You really can't. You got they even brought Cooper Rush in the damn game because it was such a big blowout. Yeah. You know this guy right here. This is who we should be talking about is Tony Pollard. Well, it was a team collective a collective team effort. They rushed for 151 rushing yards. You know yards. what I've been hearing? I've been hearing that Tony Pollard is going to take Zeke's job. I wouldn't be surprised. I mean, Zeke Elliott had two, two touchdowns. But let me tell you about those two touchdowns. He, he okay, with those, with those two touchdowns at in, inside the red zone. Yep. So Pollard did all the work. Yep. And they put Ezekiel Elliott in there just to get he the touchdowns. Does that remind you of a um, <laughs> uh, uh, Jerome Bettis at the end of his career no, with Pittsburgh? I you were bring up, uh, um, Emmett or Smith. Emmett Smith? No, Emmett Smith. <laughs> Emmett Smith wasn't getting the touchdowns. Emmett Smith was just getting bullshit yards at the end of his career to overtake Walter Payton's record at the end of his career. You know that's what happened there, but. This reminds me of uh, Jerome B- uh, Bettis, the bus, at yeah. the end of his career Bolt when when they would just have him. Uh, we're gonna have I forgot who was the, the, the running back. We're gonna have him rush down and be the the, the, the bulldozer and just uh, just be the, the the workhorse to get all the way down to the end zone just so that the bus can get in there and take my touchdown that I earned. You know Ezekiel Elliott. I'm sorry, I'm sorry, but I've been saying this for a while. This guy is done. He is already ba- He's already peaked. He's peaked. They both carried the ball 15 times. Pollard, 80 yards. Double the yards. Zeke, 42. But the most important part, look at the receiving. Who led the team in receiving? Pollard. Tony Pollard. Six receptions for 109 CD yards. CD only had 45 receiving yards. So you ask yourself, how the hell did they put up 40 points? Dak only threw for two touchdowns. Well, Zeke got but, two touchdowns. But Zeke Elliott, you know, Pollard got ran two for two really. Let's call those Tony Pollard's touchdowns, <laughs> not Zeke Elliott's touchdowns. So yeah, so they got they put up four touchdowns, but that's only 28 points. Where the other, you know, uh, 12 points come in at, you know, so field goals and 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 defense. But they they blew they blew they blew this shit out of uh, uh, Minnesota out. They blew them out in their own stadium, which was lovely to see. As you know, I don't like you know I don't like the Cowboys. I know you don't. But I am always a Cowboy fan whenever they play the Vikings and whenever they play the Packers. So I was loving that game. That was just that was lovely to see. I I enjoyed it, you know. Um, and I don't like this team, but I enjoyed it. So uh, Michael Irvin had every reason to celebrate, you know. So, but I don't really watch those guys at all because I just don't I don't like I don't like them at all. But anyway, uh, but that that's one game I wanted to mention. And then um, what I also want to talk about too. Is what is with the surging Detroit Lions? They're going to be playing uh, in about another hour and a half or so from now. Um, three wins. They in a beat row. the Giants. Yes, they did. They won like what three in a row? Three games in a row. I mean, I didn't. Ex- I, I saw this out of nowhere. This came out of nowhere. The Lions won another game, and I told you they are a high-powered offensive team. But why are they bothering, right? They only have one more win than we do. Yes, right? but why but are they bothering? Why are they, they just they taking are, just like they the are Bears a high-powered are. offensive why team? Why aren't they taking like the Bears are? Here, I don't understand how you're celebrating the Lions getting these these meaningless wins because they're not going anywhere. True, that's but true. But the Bears, we want them to take. Because why I are want, they trying? Because we know because. The Bears, we know from the start, this is a rebuilding year. They're not going anywhere, okay? And we expect them to be bad. And we just want to see the development of the quarterback. The Lions, 
They traded away uh, Stafford for golf. Which he got a Super Bowl right away. Yes. But they're also rebuilding too. But the thing about Detroit, they've always, for the most part, the last mm-hmm. several years since they've had Stafford, they've always had a decent offense. You they can't did. take they you did. can't take away that. It's not their offense. Detroit always be scoring 25, 30 points a game a lot of times. So that's never really been their issue. Their, their issue is their defense has been bad. Their special teams is bad. And they always do bonehead plays on offense to lose them a game. So, obviously, these last couple of games, they've been winning, but they were in close games, too, this season. Yeah. So, they could easily be at a 500 team or more. They could be, you know... Just like, uh, the, just like the Bears. Yeah, they could be a 4-4 a four and four team or a 5-3 and, 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 and three team or whatever. Who are they playing today? Um, they are playing the... Sure. Bills. They're playing the Bills. Oh. <laughs> They're about to get washed. Well, you never know. They've been competitive washed. in these last couple of games. They beat the Giants, and you sweat the Giants all year long. Watch. There's no way that's happening today. Well, we'll see. There's but, no way the Bills. But are that losing. was a that was an upset win. Tell me, how did that happen? Well, how did they beat the Giants? And the Giants are supposed to are well, they weren't expected to be competitive, but they end up being competitive this well, year. Well, Jones had a had had like two interceptions, two crucial interceptions, and Goff was was making plays happen. Um, he didn't have any touchdowns, you know. Yeah, so how did they win? How did they put up 31 points without without golf throwing a touchdown at all? Was, Here's how you do it. You had Williams, who rushed for three touchdowns, right. and Swift, who ran for another touchdowns. So they had four rushing touchdowns. It was all on the ground. You know, receiving only 165 receiving yards. Yeah, but it was all so, on the ground. All now the, of it was the on the ground. The Giants, Jones, threw for 341 yards. But two interceptions did him in. Those two interceptions versus Barkley had Barkley had a horrible game rushing wise. Only put up twenty two yards. He had a bad game. I no touchdowns. So I mean, I'd give him a bad game. He he really He's had a bad have game. One. Anybody who had fantasy him for the fantasy dip were very disappointed. Yeah, they were. You know, so that was an upset one. I just had to mention that slightly there because Detroit. Hey, hey. I wouldn't be surprised if this is an upset. I expect the Bills to win this game. But that's not that's not a mistake. Detroit can put up just about a point that 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 uh, Buffalo can put up, and Buffalo's defense has been struggling lately. So you don't want to play around with Detroit Lions. Obviously, you can see the last few weeks the Bears played around with them and lost. New York played around with them and lost. Green yeah. Bay played around with them yeah. and lost. They beat and, quality teams. They and, beat. They beat, and they beat all those teams. Quality. You know, and they believe beat. me, Detroit no. was what? What were they? Playing uh, against they, they were coming in with one win before the three. When they won the three in a row, they were one in one in six, something like that, and they end up winning three in a row. Don't be surprised if they win. I don't expect them to, but I certainly wouldn't be surprised if they do. And lastly, on on this these games, you know I cannot you know I cannot finish this out mm-hmm. without talking about mm-hmm. the Packers losing again in Green Bay. Against the Tennessee Titans. And um, Tannehill... What did you think was going to happen that game, though? Well, I knew that Tennessee was going to win. But, you know, Green Bay seems to play better at home. Aaron Rodgers has a messed up thumb. Now it's broken. His right thumb is 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 legit. Well, she doesn't get any reports. Now. It's broken, but now they're saying it was broken in that game or was it broken in the game it that they played against... It was broken at the end uh, of this game, but remember, he had that... 
that rap on it to begin with because it was messed up a couple. They were saying that he might have broke it when he had when he was playing against New York and London a few weeks right. ago. Right. When he fell down on it, you saw him holding yeah. it. Yeah. So and he he still played. Uh, the man still had two touchdowns and 227 yards passing. Right now, is this on his throwing arm? Throwing arm? Uh, yes, hand? yes. It's his right arm. So you think? Um, so what, what? What do you think is going to happen with the situation? They're talking about either sitting him down. He's not going to sit out. He doesn't want to sit. He's he not going to sit down. He's going to take his hand up and he's going to play. He's not but sitting down. Does that give them the best chance of winning? Having a quarterback with his broken thumb? They uh, sat. They sat Dak, Dak Prescott down for this. Remember, just the beginning of this year. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers is a competitor. He 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 he. He's, wow. I don't like him, but he's a competitor. I'll give him that. He's a wow. competitor. He's not going to sit down. That's that's kind of. He's cheap. not. He's not. No. That's kind of cheap to take at Dak Prescott. He is a competitor too. Though. Dak Prescott. He's a competitor. Come on now. I'm not saying he's not a competitor, now. but what I'm saying is Aaron Rodgers is a veteran competitor. He's not sitting down for nothing. He doesn't care if his team is shitty. He knows he's not going anywhere, but he still wants to play. He still wants to get in there and play. He, 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 you know, and, 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 and from the catch. Green Bay Packers standpoint, you better play him because he's getting paid, exactly. he's getting paid all that money. Exactly. He demanded. Exactly. So you, 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 you play him. You know how much heat you're going to catch if you don't play since you got like one of the highest. Uh, I mean, he had a pretty accurate game. He didn't throw any picks. He threw two touchdowns, yep. 227. Yep. Can we get, can we, can we get to the point now where, where Aaron Rodgers is not going to be throwing 300 yards consistently nope. right now? Nope. Not with the, not with the team that he has around him. Now Randall Cobb actually had the had the, was leading their that team in receiving yeah, yards came of all back. teams. Seventy three yards. No I was waiting though. to see what my boy uh, Christian Watson did. Oh, you know what he did? Nothing. He grabbed two touchdown passes. Forty eight yards. Uh, two touchdown passes. What about Lazard? Lazard is good. He needs to do more. So, um, but right now, man, the Packers are done. The Packers have what one more win than we do. They're well, done. it gets worse for them because yeah, they're playing they're, they're playing the Eagles in Philadelphia and, on Sunday and night. And they're going to get treated. Now, they're on the other side treated. of this is the Tennessee Titans. Tannehill had a really good game. He threw for 333 yards. He threw for two touchdown passes. He did, he did throw that one little pick, but nah, that wasn't so bad. No. But uh, Derrick Henry. Now, some people will say he didn't really have a big, big breakout game. But I, what I saw is I think I thought he had a decent game to Bruh. me because he was running all over the, the the Packers in my opinion. He um. Bro, Derrick Henry passed for a touchdown. Yeah. And he rushed no, for a touchdown. Well, I mean his 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 uh, his, his, run, his running game. Okay. His rushing game. You know, Green Bay actually kept the team for the first time in how long under a hundred yards. Surprisingly. Yeah. So um, and then you had you know uh. Yeah, Derrick Henry he 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 received for 40, uh, 45 yards, uh, but I mean that's a beast. I hate the. I'm glad we don't play them this season, <laughs> because man oh man, Derrick Henry is a beast. Yeah, yeah. You know, and I knew he was gonna just shred up the Green Bay Packers. It's sort of what in a way he kind of did with the receiving and the rushing yards. Uh, uh, rushing yeah. yards. I mean, basically yeah. overall he had over 100 yards against them. He outrushed the entire team. He outrushed the entire Green Bay Packers team, which had 56 rushing yards total. So <laughs> I, I talk yeah. about the Packers because I, 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 I love I love this. Uh, on, I man. love seeing them at a three and seven record. It really it really especially, with, me especially up. after this guy did all this in the offseason to get all that money. 
I love Aaron Rodgers. I'm sorry. I, I love him. And I, I've been talking shit about that deal and about his greed to get to get that deal. It was greedy, bro. This man's made so much money already. I Why don't, did you need to get that much I don't think money? he wanted to play there. I think Green uh. Bay I think Green Bay threw that he had to take it because Green Bay threw everything at him. He could go somewhere else. He could have. He could have. He could have gone somewhere else, but Green Bay was desperate to keep him. They were going to throw everything at him that they could get him to keep him. Would you? And, and, would you and, get rid of time MVP and uh, league MVP? You know, I, I would get rid of him. Yeah, I, Green Bay. I mean, and, uh, Aaron Rodgers had no choice. He's like, you know what? I'm never going to see this kind of money again in my life. So let me take it. I have something you know? for you. I have so, something for you, real quick, real quick. Every week you talk to me about why Devontae Adams left, right? You said it was he left because he wanted to leave. Yes. So. He went on record, and they asked him about it, and the man did say the reason he left is because of how Aaron Rodgers was keeping the team in limbo. Like, he couldn't decide whether he was going to stay, retire, play. So he did not like the fact that this man was keeping the team in limbo. He didn't know what his future was going to be because of what Aaron Rodgers was doing. So he decided to leave, and he said that— No, blame him. So that's why he left. And it, was, it wasn't Devontae money. Adams. Yeah, oh, I told you this. They're gonna pay Adams, and I guarantee you, this four and seven right now will be fucking seven and four, if if not better. Well, we mentioned this many times. Okay. They offered him more money than than um than, than than the Raiders did. It was his greed that put the Packers where they're at right now. That's what I'm just trying to say. Is that greed? I, I, I don't think he they won. got you a four and seven record with no know. receivers to catch the damn ball except for old ass. Sorry to say it, but your oldest receiver, Randall Cobb, uh, you got nobody. You got nobody. No, no security around you. No one really protecting you. You're, you got a broken thumb now. Well, it's, it's over. But here's the thing. Aaron Rodgers, in my opinion, I don't think wanted to play there. It's not the org. It's not the Packers fans and stuff. He wanted to leave because he doesn't like the coach. He doesn't like the management, the direction they're going at. He's still bitter because they had drafted Jordan Love. You know, he he felt disrespected Someone about that. Someone had to. And then, and, and then I don't think, and I, and I don't think he, and the, the problem is, is that coach. That coach is a younger you coach. Like He's a more of a younger coach in Aaron Rodgers' age range, and he doesn't like that guy. I don't think I don't care what they say. You see him getting into arguments with that coach on the sidelines. He doesn't like Lafleur, whatever his name is. Yep. He doesn't like him. And he doesn't. I don't think he gets along with them. You know. And yes, he's giving you a decent record. But I don't think Aaron Rodgers does not like – I don't think he gets along. He doesn't like his coaching. I don't think he wants to be with that guy anymore. So he wanted to get the hell out of there. But yeah. they threw so much money at him. And I think I think LaFleur would have would have been happy if Aaron Rodgers left. Like, I don't want him here. I think but so management too. said, no, 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 no. We're not pulling up Brett Favre like we did 10, 15 years ago when we let when, – when, when Brett Favre retired and came back. He was like, no, you're not going to play. We, we're going with Aaron Rodgers. We're not going to pull that shit again. Aaron, and, and Brett Favre even warned – Aaron Rodgers about that shit that they pull. So Green Bay decided we're not going to make that same mistake again. So we're going to lock him up, you know, and, and, and they did everything they can. They made sure this time they made sure, look, if you leave us, it's not going to be about money because we offered you every, offered you the whole goddamn bank. Yeah. And you, you turn this down, that means you don't want to play here no more. And Aaron Rodgers like, I don't want to play here no more, but shit, I can't turn down that kind of money. Yeah, that's good so money. Good they're money. done, and well, they're three and seven. They're gonna be four and eight after next. You week. don't think Aaron Rodgers overshadows uh, Lafleur? He overshadows him. I, I think Lafleur has trouble leading the team the way he wants to, because he has Aaron Rodgers on his well, yeah, team. Yeah. You can't really tell Rodgers what to do. Rodgers gonna tell you, look, bro, 
I've been in this league. I'm a two-time MVP. I done this. I done this. This is my team. But guess what? As you saw in the playoffs the last couple of years, it wasn't Aaron Rodgers that lost in the game. It was a decision of the coaches Correct. That, that ran the plays that Aaron Rodgers didn't like. Correct. And that's why Aaron Rodgers does out. not like that, does not care for that coach. You're right. You know, and if you remember in the playoffs when they, I think they had ran a ball, ran a, ran a, ran a play or something at the, towards the end, the last couple of years in the playoffs, you know, yeah, when they I got remember. in, uh, to get to the Super Bowl, I think against Tampa Bay. And who else was it to beat them last year? San Francisco. San Francisco, yeah. Especially at special San Francisco teams. game. Yep. Yeah, special teams have been horrible. So it wasn't Aaron Rodgers' fault. Like in the past when Brett Favre was playing there, Brett Favre would lose in the game because he would throw some boneheaded interception at the end of the game, which everyone expected that to happen. At least I did. You know, With Green He's Bay, I expect them not to back, go back to the Super Bowl because they're going to make some kind of bonehead move that's going to lose in the game. Special teams where they, they didn't spend no money on. They just completely abandoned. And that's one thing about the NFL. One thing you got to make sure you have is, a, is an average to decent special teams. It doesn't have to be the best. But special teams, usually it comes down to special teams, especially yeah, in the yeah. playoffs. Yep. You know, field goal, kick return, punt return, something where your special teams fails and fucks up and you lose the game. That's what it is, right? You match up well offense, yeah. you match up well defense, but if special you got a weak special teams, they got a good special teams, that's your Cody that's Parkey, your remember him? Oh yeah, double joint, double <laughs> joint. So, um, that's going to wrap up the NFL talk. Yeah. Um, we want to quickly get into the Bulls. Let's, let's just talk about the Bulls today. We'll do an NBA yeah. show. The Bulls had a really good week so far. Mike, they beat... The top two teams in the Eastern Conference this week. Yes, they did. Back to back. Yes, they did. They went. They they had Boston hosted Boston here on Monday, and and and, and beat them. They were competitive in the game and stayed competitive. And down the stretch, they pulled away and they beat Boston. It was it was a uh, a great game. Uh, they broke their six game losing streak. And not only that, Boston has what one of the best records in the league, and they only have four losses. Yep. And two of those losses happen to be against the Bulls. And then what happens yesterday? Big upset win against the Milwaukee Bucks. Thank you, Kobe White, for those you know, two clutch threes. And and we're talking about the Milwaukee Bucks has been dominating the Bulls the last couple of years. And they go up to Milwaukee, which they haven't, well, I guess regular season games they haven't, haven't won, won in like seven, what? like five years. That's crazy. Uh, but That's a crazy they stat. did go in the uh, playoffs last year and beat them in that one game in Milwaukee. Uh, but they go in there and beat them. Now, what I notice about the Bulls is they are. The record isn't that good right now. They only got eight wins. They're still two games under, but, you know, they have a long way to go. But they have been beating the top teams on those records. So if they continue to do that, that's a good thing. My problem with the Bulls, Mike, is why aren't you beating the crappy bottom-feeding seller teams? They will now. Like the Orlando Magic. They will now. Okay. Well, the Magic is actually pretty good. The Magic are pretty good. They got the, they got a young core. They got Paolo Banchero. He's killing it. You know they got a, they got a young core, but I get what you're saying. For a team that has a Demar Derozan, a team that has a Vucevic, a team that Vucevic has... did really well he told that, that game me. yesterday. He was hitting those three. That was what I said. Yep. Uh, Vucevic, what he does is, if you notice this, he hits threes, right? Yep. But he hits them at the beginning of the game or the first quarter, or the second quarter. But he completely disappears from that in the fourth quarter. But yesterday, he finally he woke the hell up yeah. and started hitting some competitive threes. And you had to make Lopez get out there and defend him. Yeah. Or you had to make Giannis get out there and defend him. And they yeah. weren't doing that. They said, oh, shoot it. And he shot it, and he started making those shots. So now Milwaukee has to realize, okay, you're going to double team uh, a DeRozan. Then you're going to leave Vooch open for the three. He's going to make you pay the price. Just like when they would leave 
Lopez open for threes to make yeah, those. Make the price. You know, this time you got now he has to get out there and defend. You know, um, so they had a really good win. This is a good a good start restart for them. Now they need to build off of this and, and put crappy yeah and, and put together an eight game ten game winning streak. So you can get back to being over 500, get back to being one of the top teams in the league. I mean, my goodness, you had Brooklyn over leap, leap, leapfrog them. Uh, of course, Boston and Milwaukee, they always they leapfrogged them a while ago. But you have all these other teams leapfrogged them. Toronto and all these other teams leapfrogging them. You know, being under 500, they, that this team is not supposed to be under 500. Not with the team, not, not with this, not with this uh, uh, talent they got here. Okay, so we'll see what they build on this. I'm just, it kind of. Re-energize me because I told you well, last show that we had, I'm very disappointed with the Bulls season so far. Well, they're about to go on a pretty West uh, Coast trip. Yes. Well, Oklahoma City, that gonna, should be a winnable gonna, game, gonna, and gonna, the Utah should be a winnable game. Utah is one of the top teams in the West right now. They're still they're one of the top teams in the West. I'm not taking that. Would you say I kind of smoke and mirrors? And then we team. got the Phoenix Suns. Well, that's different. That's gonna be an ass whooping. Yeah, and then, and then we're gonna State. see the Golden State Warriors, yeah. and then we're gonna see the Sacramento Kings. After that. Then we got a little breathing room with some wins. I don't know. Washington beat us that. Uh, yeah, but they're not going to beat season. us again. They they they've tapered off. Uh, Dallas is going to be a tough matchup, and then from there on, we're going to be good. But for these next five six games, man, we're going to be in it. So we're going to need to pull out a win against. Do you Phoenix. see this? Look at December fourteenth and sixteenth. They're playing New York back to back at home. Isn't that what you call a rubber match? No, 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 not like this. Usually when you're playing. When you're playing home and home, you're playing at home and you're playing on the road against the same team, mm. back to back. Well, I don't know how they did the schedule unless it's a glitch. They're gonna, they're gonna, gonna play. Good. They're gonna play New York on, the on a Wednesday, December 14th here, and then again that Friday again here. That's like a playoff, you know, when you have the first two games here, and then they go to New York a co- another week later to play them again at New York. I don't know what these schedule makers did, but that does that. Uh, oh, New York is gonna chill here for a week. No, for a few days, but that's in December. But we'll see what happens. I just wanted to mention that that the Bulls impressive two wins. Yeah. Open up the season when they beat the Miami Heat. They've been beating these teams, so they've been beating the top teams that made the playoffs last year. The Miami Heat, Boston twice. Uh, they beat they beat Brooklyn. They had beat Brooklyn. Yeah. Uh, and then they, you know, they beat Milwaukee. So that's what we asked for. Beat these good teams. You want to know what they're. You want to know if they could beat the good teams. So far, they are beating the good yeah, teams. Yeah, they are. And in the East, where they're supposed so we're to be beating. We're talking about them. Boston. It wasn't a fluke since we no. beat them twice, right? No, and it's not had, a fluke. And, and they had their, their Jason Tatum and Brown out. There. They they so played Boston like, three times. I don't so think they play. Like, I don't think like they play them again. Do they play them again this season? I think we. Uh, I think we see them one more time. Yeah, they do. Season. No, they. I don't know. They because some of these teams they only play them three times. Some they play four, but. They've already played them three, so they only play them one more time. Oh, so we lost one and one two. Yeah. Okay. They've already played them three games and not even two months into the season. But um, we'll see what happens. But I I am very – they bounce back, especially when when I had that little rant on them last week, that they bounce back. Because it was ridiculous. They were six and ten. Six and ten. I know. You know, and that makes no sense. And then then, I'm sorry that that, that, – J.R. Levine, um, uh, you know, I 
I still think it's a big mistake that he was that he's resigned here. Oh, he's and averaging Matt, 21 points a game. He should be averaging 30 points a game. Wow, you're paying him 225. You're paying yeah, but DeRozan ain't getting paid 250 million dollars. Okay, max contract. He's not the one being introduced last on the team as the captain. Okay, he's not the one sitting out back-to-back games. So you'd rather have Levine take the shot, the final shot, when you know... Is he not the, the star, supposed to be the star? You, you gave him that, max money? You know DeRozan, he's your franchise player? And you know that DeRozan can hit that shot nine out of ten times versus Levine hitting it six out of ten times? I'm, I'd rather put it in, in DeRozan's hands. So then, then, then this is what should have happened. Um, JR, you're not the leader of this team anymore. DeRozan's the leader of this team. He's going to be taking all the shots. We're going to restructure your contract and give you $80 million instead of $200 million. Gonna We're going to give you a two-year contract, and that's it. Then you're going to end up losing a guy that's capable of Well, then we'll lose him because he has not been – you can use that money to get other players, Mike. And then what? Waste, waste DeRozan right now? Don't waste DeRozan. someone else there to help him? Because no one else is going to put up 21 points per game on that team, man. Vucevic is putting up 20 points a game. You say he's, he's the, you, you keep you keep sweating him as a double double puts, man. He is. He's putting up 16 points and 12 12 rebounds per game. That is a very good double double. All, all I'm saying, all I'm saying about this, is he's not living up to that contract. Okay, you paid him five years, the most money the Bulls ever gave anybody ever in franchise history. Hey, it's 2022. Okay, and he is not living up to it. You know, he already he's already on my shit list when he started the season missing the first two games. We still won okay? one of those games, right? So, I'm sorry. He has a lot to prove to me. You know, I'm sorry. He has a lot to prove to me. And making the playoffs just ain't enough for me, buddy. You need to win a playoff series. It was. Series. Last year, you said that if, he, no. if they would make the playoffs. And win did. a playoff series. <laughs> you added that on Okay? Now. So, I'm sorry. That's not going to work. But... I am very impressed with the last two wins that they got against these top two teams in the East. I am. You have too. any closing uh, closing thoughts on that? No. Nope. Were you impressed with those with I those wins? I was impressed. I was impressed with their wins. Now I'm just looking forward to this road trip. I expect a win in OKC. Five hundred would be good. Yeah, but I'm not expecting much in Phoenix, and I'm not expecting much in Golden State. Uh, the rest I'll toss up in the air. Thirty-seven million dollars a year. Yeah. Twenty-two points. We're, that's what we're getting for 37 million a year, 22 points. You can't play every other game, can't play back-to-back games. Oh, money well spent. He's out there playing. While you got DeRozan, who's earning his money. 27 million. Yeah, I mean, he's earning his money. Is this guy earning his money? Oh no, Mr. 20 million dollar man. Lonzo Ball. That's gotta be lovely to sit down sit at home in January. Yeah. I mean, they should make a move with that. Like as I, I, as I was saying, for guys like this, what team you're is gonna, eating up twenty million dollars a year. What team is going to take that contract? We can't get rid of him. Someone's going to want Lonzo Ball. Someone's going to want no, him. Maybe we if he need, plays, we just need someone else to replace him if and have he plays, a body out there if that can give us another fifteen to sixteen points a game like he was doing. You know, but other than that, I will be we'll be watching. We're going to do another show again uh, next week. You know. Covering the NFL, we'll do a little bit more NBA, or probably do an NBA show because there's a lot I like to talk about in the NBA. Other than the Bulls, I do love my Bulls, but there are some other teams that stay in your face, and you just have to talk about them, like the Brooklyn Nets and, and the Ben under, Simmons and the, and the horrible season that the LA Lakers are and having. the Lakers. 
you know, with the ongoing saga with the with with, with Russell Westbrook. Should we did, you make a, did you want to make Should a comment about Pat Bev uh, and oh, his yes. dirty hit? Okay, had? look. So here we go. I'm going to go on record. We're from Chicago. Chicago through and through. But look, man. I've been watching Patrick Beverly play for all these other teams. And I will say, I don't hate on any man that's trying to earn their money. But this man here is not playing basketball i mean what he's playing is 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 ghetto ball bro this is what you call ghetto ball this is what you call county ball county ball you sitting there hacking away at people punching kicking grabbing nuts uh shoving people in the back without looking i mean this is just like it doesn't look good for us you know what i'm saying i know there's fights in all these other sports i know there's fights in hockey and baseball you see all that but, bro, you have too many incidents like this, and it just doesn't look good. Even though you're on the Lakers and I love my Lakers, you just don't look like you belong on the Lakers. And what are you really doing every game? What? Three, four points a game, and you're playing 25, 30 minutes? You're not doing anything out there except hurting people. Your three-point percentage has fallen off ridiculously. I watch the Lakers games, and you ain't hitting nothing. Now you're basically looking like Alex, Alex Caruso. Every time the ball falls in your hands, you're looking around to see who to pass the ball off to because you're afraid to take a shot. Sorry, Alex, but that's what you're looking like right now. But uh, I don't condone that, and I didn't like that play at all. I didn't like the fact that uh, Aiton and uh, Booker were standing over Austin Reeves on the floor like that because that didn't look good either. And the refs should have called a technical as soon as that happened, but they didn't want to call it because it's Devin Booker. He's a star. Oh, it's DeAndre Ayton. He's also a star. We're not going to call that on him, even though Reeves got smacked in the face, hit, and then follow through, hit in the face, put down. Then this guy walks over him like he's Mr. Swole over him, and then Ayton walks over to doing the same thing. That was all uncalled for. But... The refs could have taken that, taken care of that with, with with double technicals. Beverly, you didn't need to walk up behind this guy or run up behind him and sucker shove him, you know, to the ground. He he could have really got hurt like that because he wasn't expecting that coming. And you know how it is when you get hit without being expect without expecting it. That push was unacceptable. You know, you could call it acceptable, but, you know, he did another push against uh, Chris Paul a couple of years that ago. That was also playoffs, unacceptable. That was Remember a violent push. But, um, Boom. You saw how his neck snapped Pat Bev is a, dirt, is a dirty, filthy player. Yeah, yeah, You're not going to get no argument with me. He's a dirty player. But in this case, I kind of justify that wow. push because those two players were standing over, over uh, what was it, Austin? Austin Reeves. Austin Reeves. They were standing over him, and they wouldn't move, and the refs didn't do anything. Yeah, that was wrong. You know, and so, you know, Pat Bev, we could say what you want about him, but he protects his team. He stands up for his team no matter who he's playing with. Mm. He will bring that toughness to a team. I am surprised he that you bring, say guys. Well, he brings the toughness to the team. He always does. That's one thing about him. I think he's a dirty, filthy piece of shit player, but he will defend, he will defend your team. Someone like him, I would have liked to have him on the Bulls last year. When Grayson Allen decided to injure Caruso, and and, and I, I, you would see Pat Bev out there would not be doing would not be tolerating that crap uh, against Grayson Allen would be the one on his ass, you know. Yeah, they didn't. They didn't. You know, he just stand over them. Why is the ref not doing anything? 
Whoever's just sitting there looking over there and not, yeah. not paying attention, you know. So now they want to jump in. But, you know, one thing you should look at the ref. Why didn't you do anything when he was standing over that player? You didn't call no T. You didn't do anything. You know, so so I, I don't blame Beverly for doing that. Now, yes, he got he got thrown out the game for that. And look at this. He's standing right over them, you know, just looking. You know what I mean? Anthony Davis should have did something, too. Well, he didn't want to get that. No, he could have did this. He could have did this two eight, like move out the way. Yeah, yeah. He could have like yeah. move out the way, get yeah. off of the player, and that would have been it. Yep. No, he didn't do that. Anthony Davis could have done something too. He's another. He's another. Come on now, this softie. man's putting up. In a, uh, in no, he's a softy. He's a softy. Yeah, that was so, dirty. Yeah, so I remember that. that. In the back, you were just talking about with Chris Paul. Yeah, I, I remember that. Someone does that to you, they can mess your spine up, bro. Of course, you know that, right? That that one he did to Chris Paul, that was that Super was dirty. dirty. Yep. But hey, he's probably gonna get suspended if he did. He get suspended. Did he get suspended for that? He probably he got like a one game suspension mm-hmm. or something. He did get probably one for game it. for that. But you know, it is what it is. We'll talk more about this and other stories. In the NBA, when we uh, get a little bit further into the NBA, because you know, so we're gonna get into it because there's a lot of things going on yeah. in the NBA. Brooklyn, I definitely want to talk you know, about Brooklyn, the Lakers, of course, our Bulls. Those are your main teams that mm-hmm. I have my eyes yeah. focused on uh, this year. I'm not that impressed with Philly. Philly doesn't like they're gonna do shit. Well, Harden's I'm hurt. Sorry. Harden is injured. I'm sorry. They don't like and they had the other one, uh, Maxie's injured. Yep. You know, they have, half their team is injured. Yep. So, I mean, but I didn't really think they are going to do much anyway, even with those guys are healthy. Come on, bro. Harden is, Har- Har- again, on, Harden bro. and Chris Paul on, are those bro. players that will never win a championship. They're, Harden's an animal. Oh, stop. He can play. Yeah, He's until the playoffs come around and he can't do anything in the playoffs. He's going to let that beard's going to grow forever because he's never going to win a championship. <laughs> All right. Anyway, with that being said, I wish everyone a happy Thanksgiving yes. uh, to you and your families. Yes. And Mike, go ahead and plug the uh, yep. plug plug so us. First, happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. Catch us on YouTube, Sports Opinion with Regular Guys. Also on Spotify, uh, Stitcher. You find us on uh, Apple uh, Podcasts, Google Podcasts. Any one of those. Um, if you want have any questions or any comments, please feel free to leave them. I always check my e- uh, well our email uh, to see if there are any valid questions. We don't really do celebrity you know questions or gossip questions or anything like that. If it's sports related, I'll get back. If it's not, I'll just give you a like. <laughs> All right. So anyway, thanks for watching. Enjoy your day with your families. We'll see you again. Happy Thanksgiving. Happy see Thanksgiving. you next week.